Welcome to the Realty Podcast, where Jillian and Catherine Hyde, Vegas dwellers and real estate sellers. Want the realty on realty? Let us pour you a cup. Learn all about the ins and outs of Las Vegas and how to set yourself up for financial success. Thanks for tuning in. Let's sip some tea. Hello, and thanks for tuning in. Today we're having a true tea party because we're joined with not only Catherine, but Yvette Amadon. Yvette is a loan officer in Las Vegas and a true boss queen. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hi. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So today's topic is very topical and honestly quite scary. What are the implications of COVID-19 on the real estate market? And are we headed for a market crash? Viewers, if you recall, the most recent and drastic market crash in 2008 affected real estate greatly and took nearly five years to recover. So I asked the question, are we nearing a market crash? No. Podcast over. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I, I really believe the answer is no. And um, we'll go through each one of those reasons that I feel support my answer. What do you think? Uh, I agree with you, Catherine, 100%. The answer is no. All the numbers indicate that we are not headed that way and we have great information that we are going to share with you guys. Cool. So what's different about 2020 than 2008 that's saving us? Uh, In my opinion, um, there is four big drivers that that point to a healthy market today. Number one, uh, inventory there's actually a shortage of homes. And um, the current market is just at a two month supply. An average market has like three to five months of of, of inventory left. So we don't have that much. Um, The COVID-19 pandemic actually triggered some people to think that they should not list or maybe hold their properties back. So now there is less homes on the market today as the state is now reopening. And those people have to hurry up and get their properties on the market. So um, there is just uh, more buyers than sellers right now. It slowed down, but it didn't stop. Correct. Nice. Those are some really, really good key points, Catherine. Um, As far as the the mortgage side, uh, we have to look at what caused the crash back in 2008 was all those loans, adjustable rates, and those loans that were so accessible to people that didn't even have jobs, you know? And those were like the the huge cause of the crash. And right now we don't have those. We don't have those um, loans anymore. We have stricter guidelines. Um, Rates are really low and people have equity in their properties and they're not easily walking away from their properties how they were back in 2008. Back in 2008, people didn't have any equity. They were actually underwater. And right now we're just in a totally different situation that is just, we're not headed there. We're not headed to a housing crisis in my opinion. I agree. That brings me to my second reason why I don't think we're in a downturn. Um, And the word is equity. Today, I believe the statistics show that over half of the homes that are owned across the country have equity. Half of them have over uh, 50% equity. That's like having paid off half your bill. That's a lot of equity. Um, And yeah, when back then in 2008 and just the early 2000s, 
When someone didn't have that equity, what that meant for that individual is the houses lost value and they were negative underwater, like you said. There was no recourse for them. So that's what caused so many people to, to have to walk away because they were just simply saddled with debt. There was no wealth. Right. So that's good to hear. And you mentioned the inventory. Mm-hmm. What's different in terms of that? Back then, there was a lot more. There was actually an overabundance of, of properties. Um, and not enough buyers. There were buyers. It's just there was no equity, I think, is the biggest relationship to the pricing. Um, the pricing is actually another one of my reasons why I don't think we're in a downturn. Back then, I don't know if uh, you recall, that you could buy a house for 400 on Monday, and then on Wednesday or Thursday, somebody wanted 450. Yes. That was not a sustainable pace of growth. Homes don't appreciate 10% in three, four days. Um, so things just got crazy high out of control in terms of valuation. Today's uh, median home price in, in the Valley is just about $315,000, which makes it incredibly affordable for somebody who makes how much roughly? Like what is the household income? Uh, what, 55 to 60. Yeah, and, and the state's median income is in the low 50s. So it means most individuals today can afford to buy a home. And most of those individuals, because I do think we've learned our lessons, have enough money for a down payment, which then supports the equity uh, part of the equation here. Exactly. So the market's growing steady, home prices are staying steady. How does that affect you? And as a seller and a lender, what does that mean for business? Well, business is great. Early this year, um, rates fell at a historic 50-year, historic low earlier this year. Refinances went, uh, refinance applications went through the roof. Then COVID-19 uh, hit and they did drop, but we were still higher. We were still 36% higher than last year in um, refinance applications. So it affected, but not that much. Right. And when it came to um, purchase applications, we did have a decline in April, but last month in May, we had a stunning recovery. And now that the states are, are starting to reopen, buyers are coming in in full force. So we, um, we're we headed to a great recovery. And I believe, you know, we have a strong market now and it's going to get stronger. What do you think? Oh, I agree. I mean, property values are predicted to gradually increase. Um, the market should remain stable again because there's a strong demand for housing there's a tight supply and mortgage rates are low which means you can afford more house right now than you could have six eight months ago when the rates were just half a percentage higher uh, at, at a minimum yes definitely rates are really low and a lot of buyers are definitely taking advantage of that um, but then I also have potential clients who are scared because they keep saying that, no, I'm going to wait because we're headed into a recession. And my, my answer to that is a recession and a housing crisis are two different things. Okay. So, and I feel that a lot of people confuse a recession with the housing crisis because back in 2007, we were actually entering a recession and it was followed by the 2008 housing crash. 
So those two combined, and now when people hear recession, they're like, oh my gosh, housing crisis. And, you know, for people that don't study the market, like Catherine and I, you know, I can see how I could, you know, get confused. The correlation, sure. The correlation, exactly. But in reality, it's two different things. Um, A recession does not equal a housing crisis. We're not headed to a housing crisis. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's, I think, um, the recession affects people that, that, that are, uh, you're either employed or you're not employed. You have cash or you don't have cash. Um, the values of the home are set by demand. So if, if, if there is inventory and somebody wants to buy it, that particular segment of the economy will continue moving. And again, we have very little product, very tight housing supply. Right. And, and people interested, of course it's the people who are employed, uh, who are able to qualify for a mortgage, uh, but they're interested because they see, I still need a house to live in, or I want to upgrade, and uh, I can afford more house today at a 2.99 interest rate versus a 4.5% interest rate. Because mm-hmm. I think that's easily a difference of, of, of a few hundred dollars a month, right? Yes, correct. So COVID-19 has most definitely affected um, employment rates, not only for Nevadans, but people worldwide. How does an unemployed person, what are what should their concerns be in terms of purchasing a home in the future or soon? How, like, how badly will this set them back? As far as, mm, well, here's the thing. Um, it depends on what type of work you do. For example, if you're just a, a regular hourly worker that, um, let's say, for example, I have a client that went back to work to the Venetian and she got her full-time hours back working uh, 40 hours a week and she's good to go to buy because um, she's working full-time and there is a very valid reason why her year-to-date income does not um, match with her hourly pay. So right, Because it wasn't her fault. It wasn't the, her the fault. The pandemic affected everybody. So exactly. she's not unique uh, in that situation all of us went through that extenuating circumstance. Whereas if you quit your job and you decided to it's a go- a different scenario. Right, so that, that's gonna be evaluated differently by the underwriters who are going to. Exactly, these layoffs were temporary and they're going back to the same job. And they were laid off temporary because of COVID-19. Well, that's definitely good to hear. And if you're laid off, it's not the end of the world. No. There's still hope. So. There's still hope. and. That's why Catherine and I are here to help. (laughs) Yeah, I think a a very important point to always keep in mind is what you might feel is a a negative point about your situation, or or, or you might feel some sort of stigma or or bad uh, presentation of yourself. It's not, actually. We see a lot of it, and we have experience to come up with some sort of solution, a game plan, set of steps that we're going to set up unique to your personal situation so that we can get you where you want to go in the fastest and most efficient way possible. So um, the best thing to do would be to give us a call, talk to us, and then we can discuss how each one of these points relates specifically to you. Right. Exactly. And to the people out there that, um, I get a lot of people that are like, oh, well, my mother-in-law or my neighbor or my cousin bought a house and she said this and he said that, so I'm going to wait. 
you know, I think I, I get that a lot and they're not the professionals. We are, you know, everybody's situation's different. Everybody's economic situation's different, credit scores. So everybody has a unique situation. And the best thing to do is to sit down with the professional to advise you and give you a game plan. If you're not ready right then, we will get you ready. And having a conversation is in no way binding. It's just a consultation, like you go to a doctor just for advice. So that's exactly really just good yeah. to hear. Yeah, it's a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what would you guys say is the bottom line in terms of the market? We're doing good? Yes, I think we're doing fantastic, all things considered. Um, I don't think we're going to see a repeat of what happened before. Um, Las Vegas is a hot destination. We just reopened the Strip. People are coming in. Uh, we're famous for our nightlife, for our gaming action, all the growing sports franchises, um, and just the natural allure of where we are geographically. I mean, it is gorgeous outside right yeah, now. It's perfect, perfect <laughs> it's weather. It's perfect weather. It, it's just... Um, it's like mimosa weather, right? <laughs> it is, it is. It's really nice um, to live. There, there's just a lot of pluses. So I, th I think we're gonna be okay. And I think we've got data supporting that, so. Yes, that's what is powerful, data. The data is supporting it. Um, just in the last week, my phone just started ringing off the hook. People who had to cancel back in March, when that's when we got shut down, right? They're going back to work and they're, they're ready to buy. Well, ladies, thank you for all that insight and an extra special thank you to Yvette for thank joining us today. Thank you for inviting today. me. <laughs> um, Yvette will most definitely be returning to spill more tea, and you can find her <laughs> socials in the video description. Yes. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Want more real tea? Hit subscribe and leave us a review. Check out HideRealEstate.com for more real estate opportunities. And as always, stay thirsty.